Now, an hour of clarity for exhausted people of our nation mired in toxic partisanship. Left versus right, us versus them. While we pay to keep our politicians fighting, how do we the people rise up and solve the great challenges of our time? We do it by embracing freedom and liberty. There may be no such thing as a free lunch, but this hour is as close as it gets. Welcome to A Free Solution. Hey, everybody. Larry Sharp here on A Free Solution, usually host of the Sharpway Show almost every night, 7 p.m. You can check me out there, but you can check me out here right now. WYSL, Rochester, New York, WACK in Newark, New York. That's the cool Newark. You can reach out to me, 585-346-3000. I promise I will not yell and scream. Well, I might, but probably won't, and I won't bite unless you ask. I am about consent. Our last governor was not, but I am. I am all about consent. You have to decide Yes, and if you do, we're good. But I don't want to talk about our previous governor. I would like to speak a little bit about our new lieutenant governor. Yes, lieutenant governor. Here in New York State, we're about to get a new lieutenant governor. Our governor, new governor, has decided that she wanted to pick somebody from New York City. Not that I'm against New York City. I live in New York City. No worries. But there are two pieces I want to bring up that may be worrisome. The first one is the governor herself, and the second is her pick and why she made that pick. So first piece, the governor. Is she better than Cuomo. Of course, literally almost anybody would be. This is a very low bar to get over. I mean, a very low bar. Like, I don't know, serial killers are worse. So, like, they couldn't get over the bar. But unless you're like that, you pretty much can get over that bar. But the worst part about it is she's just barely. Like, she didn't even take a jump. She just kind of crawled over that bar. It's not great. Basically, she's copying all of his bad policies. She's just not the equivalent of a mafia hitman. So that's it. And so far, she's not harassing people. So she got over the bar. Yes. But by much? No. She just kind of rolled over that bar. But she got over it. So she is better. I'll give her that, but not by much. She barely got over that bar. So she literally said that she would happily mandate everything. She's all about mandates. And what she says, her words, and it's important you listen to her words, they are legal mandates. So it sounds like she may be asking for some extra laws, I'm sorry, some extra power, from our assembly. That's what I think. So why would I say this? Because she picked a guy from New York City who is good in the Senate and the assembly, that people know who he is. He's a friendly guy out of New York City. 
His name is Brian Benjamin. So those of you who don't know, don't live in New York State, Brian Benjamin is out of Manhattan, Harlem, New York City. That's not a bad thing by default at all. Here's the bad part. He is exactly what you would be worried about from New York City. All about de Blasio's great. I know. Some people still think that. It's crazy. And um, number one issues for him, Delta and public housing. So COVID and public housing, number one for him. Number one for her, COVID. That's number one. Biggest issue. Not just that. He's a defund the police guy. Now, she said she wasn't defund the police. She said that more than once. Not about defund the police. He is, though, openly. So the question becomes, does he all of a, all of a sudden start saying, oh, I was never those things. I was just kidding. I'm moderate. See? Believe me. And you have seen many people make that turn and shift in the past. Do you believe them? Maybe you shouldn't. But they do. Or does she just come clean and go, I'm just turning hard left. Now, that would be a shift for her too. Not that she isn't a Democrat. She's Democrat. And you should expect left-leaning policies from Democrats. Whether you like them or not, it's expected. Right? You should be shocked by it. But she comes from Western New York. In the past, she has been much more of a moderate Democrat. Right? In the past. As she joined the Cuomo group, team, mob family, whatever she joined, she became more left. And I feel like she's going even further left now. And I think she believes that this is the way to get her elected. And this is what I was worried about. I was hoping that she wouldn't run and be much more of a mediocre governor. I think I may have been wrong on this one. I may have been. Because it looks like she's trying to actually run again. I was hoping she'd be like Patterson. For those of you who know, he was our previous Senate governor that became governor after Spitzer. He was like, no, I'm good. I'm doing my year and a half and I'm out. And he was fine. He was not a bad governor. He was a mediocre governor. It's fine. He basically said, let's just make sure the place isn't burned down until the next guy takes over. That's fine. I thought she would be more that way. I'm starting to think I could be wrong here. I feel like she might be wanting to run. And if she wants to run, she's grabbing the right guy to run, knowing she's got to win cities. So she goes and grabs a New York City guy. But I got to tell you, I think that's a mistake. Why are you grabbing New York City people? You're a Democrat. You get the cities. That's like a given. No one's going to be like, oh, wait a minute. I'm but Republican now because she didn't get a guy from New York City. I, I don't see that. But I could be wrong. Any case, of all the people she chose, she chose somebody who is clearly further left than her. Clearly. Like there was no, is that a balancing? I'm not sure. Clearly left. And she hasn't said that she's not. 
And so far, he hasn't backed off that much, right? A, a little bit, but not much. Like he's now he's like, well, I'm not totally defund the police, you know, like I'm a moderate, ninety percent defund them. I think that's where his head is, something like that. See, I'm a moderate. We can keep ten percent. Is that moderate? I don't know. In his in his head, maybe it is, but I think that's where he he's going. He's a big proponent of bail reform. Now, let me be clear on bail reform. The idea of bail reform is amazing. I'm for the idea of bail reform. The way it was implemented? Oh, my God. Terrible. This is not... New York State's bail reform is not a good idea. It, is, it did not work well at all. It's a disaster. And I had hoped, and you would think... The amount of times my hopes have been proven wrong that I would not be hopeful, but I'm still hopeful. I had hoped that the courts would see how bad bail reform was working in New York State and would then create rulings that would basically by default fix it, right? That they would make rulings based upon the actions and it would repair bail reform. Oh my God, no. That's not what happened at all. They've done nothing. So now it has to go back to the Senate and the Assembly. And many people, Democrats and Republicans, I will give some Democrats some credit here. Even they decided we got to redo this thing, right? We got to redo it. And it still hasn't gone back. Hoku is not bringing that up. She's not even bringing up violence. It's not even her thing. She's more worried about police reform, which there should be police reform. Of course. Yes. And we should care about COVID. We should, absolutely. And public housing. Yes, we should care about those things. But how high are those on your priority schedule? That is my issue. I'm not against caring about public housing. We should care about public housing. It does matter. But he is now going to be on a special task force for public housing. Meanwhile, 25% of all New York City businesses have shut down. And may not come back. I care about public housing. I care about those businesses more. And we should. But we don't. We're worried about COVID. I'm, and I am worried about COVID. I'm worried about New Yorkers leaving New York City and New York State in droves. I'm worried about right now in New York City. There being a lot of traffic. And there shouldn't be. But there is. Why? Because people aren't using the MTA. If they want to come to New York City, they're still driving anyway because they won't use the public transportation because it's so broken. Because it's so broken. They still won't use it. And they're scared of it because of the violence. Yeah, it's broken and it's scary. So why would you go? So why isn't that higher? on your priorities. That's my worry. That even if she was gonna be a mediocre governor, priorities, totally wrong. Not the right answer at all. All right, well maybe I've, have I gone too far? Have I misread her? Or should I not be hopeful? I'm still hopeful. I'm here. Larry Sharp, WYSL. Rochester, New York, 
346-3000. A free solution. Back after the break. Your business relies on computers and technology to operate. Slow, unreliable networks and servers can cause unplanned downtime and affect your bottom line. The experts at Simple Tech Innovations are here to help. Their preventative maintenance program ensures that your computers and network are kept up to date and monitored for any issues, keeping your business running smoothly. They also help clients achieve HIPAA, PCI, and New York State cybersecurity compliance to keep your network safe safe and secure. Whatever your business IT needs are, Simple Tech Innovation should be your first call. They've won the best in Rochester eight years in a row and have an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating. Call them today for a free consultation at 585-200-3182. That's 585-200-3182. Simple Tech Innovations. A free solution. Larry Sharp, I am here on A Free Solution. But here's the cool stuff. Remember this show. It's not on just today. It's on every day at noon. I mean, not just in my year, but the super cool Kevin Wilson's on. And the even cooler Tim O'Connor's on. Sorry, Kevin. And we've been trying... As you know, I've been telling you for months to even get Mr. Andrew Alster on. He's cool, too. So we'll see. When you get me every Tuesday, but you get cool people every noon. Not a bad deal. How do you figure that out? Follow us on Facebook, A Free Solution. Follow us on YouTube, A Free Solution. That's how you do it. But right now, you got me. 585-346-3000. WYSL, Rochester, New York, and WAC. K, Newark, New York. Let me grab a couple of comments. A lot of people are commenting on this. I appreciate you guys watching. So I think some of you kind of see the same thing that I'm seeing, right? So Shauna says, beware the shape shifters. I like that. That's a good one. And I think it's true, right? That I think is my... I say this often, and please say this the right way. There's a part of my mayor, Bill de Blasio, that I actually respect. And I don't like him. He's a terrible mayor. But Shauna, he's not a shapeshifter. He is right in your face. He's like, I'm all about communism. I'm all about socialism. I'm all about taking your money. I'm all about it. And here I am. Take it or leave it. And that part of him, I actually respect. He's a true believer. You know, he publicly said, yes, wealth redistribution is the way to keeping people happy, is the way to taking care of social justice. Yes, he was all about it. So he's not a shapeshifter. And the advantage of that is, there he is. You see it. But to your point, Shauna, the other ones might be. So they look like they're going to do this or they act like they're going to do this or they act a certain way when they're in the primary and then change when they're in a general or act a certain way when they're in the cities and act a certain way when they're out, you know, in the uh, in the rural areas. You're right. That's the bigger concern. 
one of the reasons why I do everything live with no notes is because I would have to be the most ultimate shapeshifter in the world to not show who I am. I do many, many events all the time. I do this show. I do the Sharp Boy show. And I do it all live. I'd have to be the greatest shape shapeshifter of all time if, I, if you don't know who I am by now. So thank you for that. Shona says, I told you Cuomo was just a stepping stone. The worst is still yet to come. She's no different. Shona, I do think that she's, I can't, I don't want to say better. Less worse, less bad. I think she's less bad. I don't think she would be anywhere near as mean and nasty and as vindictive as Cuomo was. I think she's still going to be a bad governor. But again, I'm going to less worse. I think she's less worse. I don't think she's as bad as a human being as Cuomo was and still is. He's a bad human being. I don't think she's that bad at all as a, as a person that makes any sense. I think we'll find out. I could be wrong. And I tend to be hopeful. Guys, guilty as charged. I'm an optimist. That's who I am. I'm not. And again, that's not a shapeshifter. That's who I am. I'm an op, I've been the whole time. I always want to have hope. And I want to try to fix this state. And I want to believe that's repairable. So guilty as charged, Shauna. That's how it is. Yes. John says, if, if, um, I think if you're a Democrat, you attack from the left in a primary and blame all of his majesty's shortcomings on her. Yeah, can you? That's true. In, in a Democratic primary, can you go too far left? I think only, to Shauna's point, if you're a bad shapeshifter. If you're a good shapeshifter, you, you go hard left, bring everybody in, go back to the, to the middle, and hope you don't scare people, right? If you're a Democrat in New York State, you want to make sure you're not too scary to draw all the Republicans out to vote. You want Republicans to not vote. And sadly, in New York State, that's often true, right? They often don't come out to vote. In certain parts of the state, it's like one in five vote. Uh, Trump changed that, though. A lot of people like Trump. He got, a lot of, he got a lot of Republicans out. But prior to Trump, many Republicans just didn't show up to vote. So you're hoping for that if you're a Democrat, right? I think that's true. It makes sense. Francis says, I hope New Yorkers choose wisely in 2022. Save NY. I agree. I think you're right. Yes, that would be, that's an awesome idea. We should do that. Yes. All right. Um, someone's been something off, but I'll touch it. I'm not sure who to vote for to replace Newsom in California. I like Wildstar and Elder. Any tips? Well, for those of you who are in California who are trying to replace Newsom, I hope you guys do replace Newsom. We would, we would lose Cuomo and Newsom, both of the horrible stars Yes, I'm using air quotes. Both of the horrible stars in both of the big blue states would have been taken down. So I hope you guys in California do. But I'm biased, guys. I'm just telling you I'm biased. I think the person to vote for is Jeff Hewitt. That's for those of you in California. Why? He's a personal friend of mine. I love him. We actually share a birthday. Yes, we have the same birthday. So if you're asking me, I'm going to give you my completely biased opinion. Jeff Hewitt all the way. 
He's my personal friend. I've had him on my show, Sharpway. Just spoke to him this weekend at an event. Love the man. Jeff Hewitt's your answer. So there's your totally I know him, my friend, biased answer. Take that for whatever you like. So yes, I hope that was good. But I want to keep going down this road of Lieutenant Governor. The problem that we have here is that we have Kathy Hochul, who is a lifelong politician. And now we have Brian Benjamin, also lifelong politician. Not that I'm against lifelong politicians. I'm not. I'm against when everybody around you is one. That's my problem. I'm one of those weird people who actually, in reality, likes real diversity. And when I say diversity, I don't just mean you check the box. I mean actual diversity of thought. Yeah, some of you fell out of your chair. I know you're saying, who does that? They don't. That's the problem. In all of these groups and organizations, particularly political, you do find people who look different. That does happen. But do they think differently? Most don't. I actually want people who have been in government and people who have never been in government. I would like all of those things. I believe that's really the strength that we'd actually have. Not just you happen to be a woman, you happen to be a man, but you both believe the only answer to anything is more government force. I'm not impressed. That's not impressive. So again, we're back to the same piece. And I was talking to friends here in New York City. They were a- I was asking, you know, why you like this candidate or that candidate? And so common wasn't anything about policy. It was, well, they have experience. You need that here in New York City. I kept saying to myself, how has that helped us in the last 20 years? Last 30 years, how's that helped us? I don't, I don't know. I mean, I used to think that Bloomberg was not the best mayor, right? I'll say that. I used to think that. Then we got de Blasio. I was like, I'll take Bloomberg. Okay, I'm sorry. I apologize. I'll take Bloomberg back. Just kidding. Bloomberg's fine. Just kidding. And, but de Blasio had experience. Bloomberg didn't. I'd rather have Bloomberg. So that's a bigger issue. Career politicians with no diversity of thought running the same cities, the same ways, and expecting a different result. Not going to work. Oh, my God, not going to work. Larry Sharp on a free solution. 585-346-3000. Back with your comments and your calls at the break. Why do businesses choose to move their website from Wix and Squarespace to Simple Tech Innovations? Maybe it's their excellent customer service or attention to detail. Maybe it's their ability to give a truly customized solution. Or perhaps they just like the fact that Simple Tech is a local small business that builds great relationships with its clients. Whatever the reason may be, you can rest assured knowing that the local team at Simple Tech has your best interest in mind when building or updating your website there 
hands-on and love helping customers achieve their goals. But don't take my word for it. They've won the best in Rochester eight years in a row and have an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating. If your website doesn't match your dreams or isn't achieving your goals, give the professionals at Simple Tech Innovations a call today for a consultation at 585-200-3182. That's 585-200-3182. Simple Tech Innovations. A free solution. Hey, it is Larry Sharp here on A Free Solution, host of the Sharpway Show. You can follow me on the Sharpway if you want to. Head over to the Sharpway, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, all the interweb things. Enjoy. But here I'm on A Free Solution. WYSL, Rochester, New York, WACK in Newark, New York. Yes. Not Newark, New Jersey. Newark, New York. That's the cool Newark. 585-346-3000 is the number to reach out. Um, I want to take a couple more comments. But before I go there, the last piece I want to bring up regarding our lieutenant governor. Is he also ran for controller? Controller here in New York. He's run for many things. He's a inside guy. No worries. That's fine. Lots of people do that, right? They pick the inside guy to help them out. But I guess my bigger concern is how in the world does Hochul, our governor, make actual change by picking insiders. How in the world does she distance herself from Cuomo by picking insiders? How does she distinguish herself from anybody else by picking insiders? So you might say, well, Larry, I don't care if she does. Uh, Maybe you don't either. I get it. I don't either. The issue is, is this poor judgment? Is this not caring? Is this thinking it doesn't matter, right? I'm going to win anyway. Who cares? Uh, Or is this a sadder piece in in that it doesn't matter? It really doesn't matter that she's correct and it really doesn't matter. That as long as she keeps up exactly the same thing, we will just keep accepting all the same stuff. I hope I'm wrong on that one. But I feel like that's what she believes. And she might be right. So there we go. Let me move on. Okay. Tamara says, I'm coming in late, but I have a question. Is the new governor ordering vaccinations to attend public spaces? I don't think she's done that yet, if I remember that right. She's in the process of. She's now, if I'm not mistaken, talking about uh, mandating all kids who go to school either having a test or uh, a vaccination. I think she's on that road. I'm sure someone will correct me, but I'm pretty sure she hasn't said it yet, but she is absolutely on that road to full mandate. She actually said openly that if she had the power to do so, she would just mandate everybody. Her words were, remember them right, I want everyone vaccinated if I... I'm going to paraphrase this last part. 
if I had the powers that the governor had last year, I would mandate it. Just something like that. So she may not be there yet. She's on her way, and she would. I hope that was a good enough answer for you. So, Joshua, talking about California. Thank you for bringing it up. I'd love to meet. I'd love to see meet Kevin. And meet Kevin is a YouTuber who's also running for governor in California. He is a. Um, he's a. He runs a Democrat. But he's really. He's kind of an independent-ish. I think he ran Democrat because he probably leans left. But I don't think he's really a Democrat, Joshua. I think I think you're right. He's like a a kind of middle road guy. And he's like, it's California. I got to run Democrat. So he, I think he might win. I do think he might win. I, we'll see. So let me uh, grab, if I could, a call. Phil, out of Florida. How are you, my friend? I'm good. Can you hear me okay? I hear you perfectly. Excellent. Um, Larry, you and I go way back. This is Phil, the recovering know-it-all. Oh, my God. Gornai, how are you, sir? Yeah, I'm excellent. And I always appreciate I have not that you seen know how you to pronounce what? my last name. Yeah. Oh, 10, it's been a 15 while. years? Easy, easy. But um, I do have a question that I think you are best able to articulate. Um, okay. There's... There seems to be this ongoing polarization of thought. Yes. And you're on the left. There's people on the right. There are centrists and all of that. What, in your opinion, is the left's ability to give in? Like, what are we willing to lose in order to gain some footing? And so that what are we asking people on the polar opposites Give in a little here so we can meet someplace. It doesn't have to be the middle, but yep. I'm willing to give this up if you give me this. I, I actually believe that compromise is the wrong way at looking at this. Mm-hmm. Because when you compromise, what you just said is how people feel. I have to give something up. And when you compromise, both sides lose. I don't want to compromise. What I want to do is I want to collaborate. And the difference right. between the two is a compromise says, okay, Phil, you got to lose this. I got to lose that. Now we both lose, but we get something, I guess. So now we're both kind of satisfied and kind of not. Instead, mm-hmm. why don't we both focus on the outcome? And then when we get the right outcome, whenever possible, try both ways. When, you know, whenever possible, allow both ways. Mm-hmm. but then move towards the same goal. So I'm someone who says, all right, if I got to give in to say some people who want government health care, and I might go, well, I'd like to have some private health care too. And I'm not sure that the government's going to be the right answer. I don't know. Back and forth. I could fight and give some and give another, or I could say, I right, fine. You know what? Let's have a public option. And let's have a vibrant free market option and see which one does better. And if you're worried, there is the government option if you're worried. And if you're worried that it won't be won't have the, the private insurance, that exists too. I the problem is we're having a current environment to where elections matter so much, it's winner take all. And right. that's why we fight so much. I don't want to compromise, Phil. I want to collaborate. 
uh, and I appreciate what you just said. So how do we get back to a place of discourse so that if the corporate giants who pretty much run things, they yes. have a seat at the table. Yes. How do we get a seat at the table? Like a real yes. seat at the table. You know what, that what, I go out of my way to care about the little guy. Whether that right. little guy is a hot dog vendor in New York City or whether that little guy is a farmer in Wyoming County, New York. I don't care. Little guy matters to me tremendously. And the answer is, instead of trying to take down Goliath, we build up hundreds, if not thousands of Davids. Because right. if you knock down one Goliath, another Goliath pops up, right? It doesn't matter. You, you move one to the other. I want to make an environment to where the Davids can grow. But it's a second piece, and this is gonna sound silly, but it really does work. Ultra transparency. And I, the example I'll give you is Bloomberg when he ran for president. Right. Right. Everybody knew Bloomberg was writing checks. He had enough money to win everything, but everyone knew, oh, this is another Goliath taking over stuff. Now, did Bernie have big donors? Of course he had some. Did Biden have big donors? Of course he did. Other people had big donors, but Bloomberg got hammered, even though he had the most money and great name recognition because it mm -hmm. felt wrong. And the same thing happened, believe it or not, if you go back a couple years with Newt Gingrich on the right, when he was mm -hmm. being uh, backed by Stephen Adelson, everybody knew he was writing big checks. And on the right, he couldn't move forward. Even though people liked Newt Gingrich back then, he still couldn't go because people saw it as bad or distasteful or nasty. Ultra transparency, an environment that allows the little guy to grow. I appreciate what you just said. And it's ironic that you mentioned Newt Gingrich because some might say that he's the father of the polarization uh, in, in politics where perhaps- In the 90s, he was a big part of it. 100% agree. Yeah. Yes, 100% so, agree. He was a big part of it. So one of the things that always uh, puts you in a good light for me is the stand that you took for um, reimagining family court. Yes, right? the, 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 absolutely. The, the, the disparity uh, with or the way that it was kind of like the feeder for criminal justice. You break up the family. Absolutely it is. And so I don't want to steal your thunder. You know how to articulate that very well. Since no, Phil, I got to go off to a commercial. Okay. I, I, so good. Reach out to me, brother. Let's get together again. You got it. All right. All right. Thank you. Guys, great call. I hope that was clear for all of you. More Davids, less Goliaths. Larry Sharp. A free solution, WYSO Radio, with your calls and your comments back after the break. Your business relies on computers and technology to operate. Slow, unreliable networks and servers can cause unplanned downtime and affect your bottom line. The experts at Simple Tech Innovations are here to help. Their preventative maintenance program ensures that your computers and network are kept up to date and monitored for any issues, keeping your business running smoothly. They also help clients achieve HIPAA, PCI, and New York State cybersecurity compliance to keep your network 
safe and secure. Whatever your business IT needs are, Simple Tech Innovation should be your first call. They've won the best in Rochester eight years in a row and have an A-plus Better Business Bureau rating. Call them today for a free consultation at 585-200-3182. That's 585-200-3182. Simple Tech Innovations. A free solution. It is Larry Sharp back here on A Free Solution. WYSL, Rochester, New York, and WACK in Newark, New York. So happy that you're giving me a chunk of your afternoon. Yes, you can follow us on A Free Solution, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter. You can also follow me, Larry Sharp. Or the sharp way. Yeah, I got two. I got so much of the interweb stuff. It is crazy. Follow me if you can. I would appreciate it. Um, Let me go to another phone call if I could. I have Shane from New York. How are you, Shane? Hi, Larry. It's Shane from New York from KRTD. What's going on, my friend? How are you? I was on your show before. That's right. That was really fun. All my buddies are calling me today. I love it. (laughs) So um, I wanted to build on what the last guy had to say about compromise. You don't necessarily have to compromise. Um, as being someone on the left and you being someone on the libertarian side, there's still some stuff that we do agree on. Oh, yeah. We agree on ending 100%. the wars. We agree on things like that. And that's where I think we can come together and help each other on that front. But I think there's something else. I don't think that necessarily people on the right want wars. I think the establishment, both Democrat and Republican, want wars. I think what most Republicans want or conservatives want is safety. They want security. They want to feel comfortable and safe and secure. And I believe that many conservatives think that the way to get there is war. Or they've been convinced of that, I should say, by the mainstream. The military-industrial complex is both Democrat and Republican. The amount of Democrats who've become neocons all of a sudden is is shocking. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think my point is, if we agree on the outcome, that what we want is safety and security, if we believe that first, now we can walk down any road together, at least in theory, or at least Mm -hmm. we can talk together as human beings versus yelling, you're evil, no, you're evil. I want security. I do too. I think you can look at, and this is a, this is a bad, I'm using a bad country as an example, but the, it does land, and that is China. China is creating a security state without bombing people. Well, maybe we could learn some of that. Not the horrible stuff, obviously. But the point is, there is another way of creating a security state. Switzerland has a totally different way of creating a security state. They are very neutral and heavily armed. So, you know, there are different ways to create security. My issue is if we fight on whether or not we should be having war, we fight. I would rather us fight on how do we become safe and secure. That makes a lot of sense. Yes, so um, I always want to focus on the outcomes, not on the way to get there. 
right? This way, at least we're talking. If we're all, I just mentioned earlier in the show how I care tremendously about diversity of thought. And the reason why I care is the key for any good organization, any good group, the, the holy grail is to get diversity of thought with unity of purpose. If you get that, you got a good shot of getting the right answer, the best outcomes. And if you fail initially, everyone gets together to go, okay, that didn't work. That didn't get us to where we want to go. Let's try another way. But we'll do it together because we care. And the person who was part of the idea that didn't work isn't angry. They go, okay, let's not do that. We want the same thing. And imagine if we were actually had on the table trying to be secure through war, as we're doing now, trying to be secure through dominating markets, as the Chinese are trying to do now, and trying to be secure through being a bit more insular with heavy arming of our populace, like to Switzerland. Imagine if all three were on the board, but we're all going towards the same way. We'd find the right answer. Absolutely. I think that would also appeal to those who are worried about giving up everything and or who feel like, oh, if we end all the wars, we're giving up every inch of our security. Yes, that's exactly right. Yes, that's exactly right. The problem is when people go, don't fight wars, a lot of people think you're saying you don't like the military or you want us to be weak or you want us to be isolationists. I'm not saying any of that. I'm saying right now all the wars aren't making us safer. It's not working. Mm -hmm. So either we need less wars or no wars. I tend to think no wars, but I would take less wars if it got us safer. I'll take less. Does that make sense? Yeah, that's where that compromise comes in. Let's get out of these 50, and we'll talk about the other 180 later. Absolutely, yes. Absolutely. But again, (laughs) that, that actually wouldn't be a compromise. That would be a collaboration. Because if I actually got, I know you're not a warmonger, Shane, but for the sake of argument, if you were a warmonger and you and I agreed on security and I said, well, which 50 would you like us to get out of? And you pick them. Well, now we're not compromising. Now we're collaborating to be more secure. And that's the goal. Does that make sense? Oh, definitely. That definitely makes sense. I think that also allows, that definitely takes away that element of fear from the people who would be yes. warmongers and allows you to get past that conversation. Oh, what do you think of, you know, what about military? Don't you support the military? All that. Yep, absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you, Shane. I appreciate the call, brother. Thank you, Larry. All right. So I hope that was clear. I, I think Shane and Phil both were thinking the same way. How do we move forward? We're just fighting with each other, which is true. Well, it's because we're not going to the same place. I I hope, and I know many of you have been mad at me, and some of you have loved me, and sometimes in the same show. Um, But either way, I hope you see that my goal is probably your goal. We want happiness. You want it. I want it. I think our goal is probably the same goal. We just got to get there. So let's talk. And if you've watched me over the years that I've been doing this, you've seen my mind changed. There's times when I go, wait a minute. When I first heard about bail reform, I was like, yeah. You remember that? I was like, yeah, great idea. Then it hit and I was like, oh, whoa. Okay, maybe let's rethink this. But 
I was on board. And then I realized, okay, I changed my mind. But my goal was always the same thing. People ask why I care about bail reform. Because bail reform should be about, it is not, but it should be about giving the first-time offender a break. You shouldn't because you messed up once or were wrong place, wrong time, or, or you, it wasn't even you, whatever. Your life shouldn't be ruined for one thing. You should get a second chance. I'm all about second chances. That's what bail reform should be about. It's not. It's about just not putting people in jail ever. That's what it's about now in New York State, sadly. So I think you have to find those answers. If the goal is giving people a real second chance, you and I can talk. If you just want to punish people, we can't talk. Right? Now we're talking past each other. You're talking left, I'm talking right. But if we're about giving people a second chance, we can find the right answer. Shelly says, we are capable of disagreeing without dismissing people. Yes, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. We have to make sure that we do that. How can we survive without it? It's really important. Yes. Um, Shelly says, current governor Kathy Hochul is taking credit for what Larry has been doing for years, claiming she's been visiting all 62 counties. Imitation is flattery, even if she didn't do it. Thank you, Shelly. Yes, it's not a full Hoku, it's a full sharp. She's biting off of me. I guess I should be flattered. That's true. For those who don't know, I do cross the state every single year, all 62 counties, do stops, talk to people. That's what I do. So yes. Shona says, on your next free solution, can you talk about schools having isolation rooms for COVID? I didn't know that was a thing. I will check it out, Shauna. I appreciate it. Guys, the solution is collaboration. It doesn't cost you anything. Nobody loses. It's free. Yeah, a free solution. Thank you so much for giving me a check of your afternoon. I will see you all next week. Thank you.